0: Welcome to the Pre-Show Report. I'm the Dogfather. Last week, the WWE found a way to cut the fat with another major release, including Nia Jax. Reports are coming in. The WWE is freeing up to close to $4.5 million in recent release revenue. Reporters also went on to say that close to 81.63% was in catering fees alone for Nia Jax. With AEW headquarters having more than 10 steps to the front door... Analysts don't expect to see Nia Jax anytime soon in the squared circle. That's all for the pre Sure Report. Back to you, boys. Hey, folks, this is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to a DogCast Studio podcast. Catch new episodes of the Turnbuckle Report every Wednesday. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Follow our shows on Facebook or Twitter. Stay healed, baby. Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Turnbuckle Report. That's right, the people's host, Bay Bay, here with you tonight. Joining me, as always, from the Midwest himself, the guy. What's up, brother? Adam Cole, Bay Boom. Actually, no. I guess that's not my thing, is it? I'm just the guy chat. I'm just normal old podcaster. No, you're just the guy. Just the guy. I thought you were. I thought you were going to say, uh, "Oh man, man, that Bay, Bay thing really made me pop," <laughs> and I have some dialogue on that. I have some dialogue on that. Uh, I don't think, that's always kind of been, so the, the okay. How was Adam Cole a heel, first the cur- of all? The, cur- the curtain's been pulled back too far. Right. Right? Like, the curtain, it's been pulled back way too far. Now we know too much. We know the lingo now. And I'll tell you right now, nothing annoys me more than hearing wrestling fans, nobody's ever taken a bump, to include myself, I've never taken a bump, uh, using wrestling terminology in their everyday lives. Let me give you an example. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Oh, man. Now, I, I know this is relatable. Man, I was watching the uh, Broncos Cowboys today, and, uh, man, as soon as the Broncos got that first, first touchdown, I just popped in my living room. Just totally popped. See, it makes those – it's like it sounds, so stupid. It sounds like, different. What do you, I popped for like, what do you football. Mean like, what do you mean you 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 popped? Now, popped in the, the proper lady. context, the proper context is – the crowd popped when Stone Cold came out. When Rock came out, fill in the blank, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound right when you're talking about anything else. It sounds very like not just sexual, but like dirty sexual. Like, what do you mean you popped? Like, but I do the same thing. thing. Yeah, it's horrible. So we we went to uh, we went to watch uh, uh, Venom versus Carnage or or Venom Let There Be Great Carnage. Great movie. And yeah. My son's like whos who's the bad guy and who's the good guy?" and I'm like, "Well, I think in this one uh venom is the yeah. uh, face, and I think carnage is the heel and I, like I was doing that shit, yeah, not even thinking about it. I was doing the same thing, talking like movies baby face and a heel uh yeah yeah there's the in movies it's the antagonist and the hero and the protagonist. and the yeah, protagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you don't call them heels or baby faces in movies no, not at all. That that one I'm totally guilty of. I'm totally guilty of that. I'll be watching a show, and but that's kind of relatable. Like it's just another way to say villain or villain or hero, protagonist, antagonist, whatever. That one kind of makes a little bit of sense. But you definitely are are a wrestling fan if you're using any of this terminology. But the pop one really, it really gets me. Jr. recently was talking about it. He said he was at a signing, and some guy was talking about how he popped in his living room for Adam. Um, Hangman pages in trips oh, the other night. So good. And he's like, yeah, I in my living room, man, I pop so hard. And Jr. replied to him with, hmm, what's your wife think of that? <laughs> it's like so stupid. Like, why do you talk like that? I pop, baby. I don't, why do we do that? It's because we want to be in it so bad. That's what it is. It's because we want to be I there. I think that if you, if you haven't like, made a dollar, any money, if you haven't made any money, in the ring as a wrestler, or a booker, or a referee, or anything—you haven't made any money off of wrestling. You should not have the right to include myself. You should not have the right to uh, to use these words. I mean, would we would we be okay? Because we have a wrestling podcast. We've made a, a little money off merch on it, but can we can we I say feel that? like you're can right? We though, use these terms. I totally always justify using those terms because I have a podcast, a wrestling podcast. So I'm always like, yeah, I'm allowed to say that yeah. shit. If anybody else says it. <laughs> Unless you own <laughs> You're a podcast, still stupid. Still <laughs> <You're so> stupid. <laughs> oh my God! The Broncos destroyed the Cowboys today. Did they not? Oh, did they not? And nobody saw that coming. When Vaughn what the Miller hell? shipped himself off to L.A., and I won't say he did it. I'm sure it had a lot to do with the office had the headman in in Denver uh, sending him on his way, but. When Von Miller left, I thought the Dallas Cowboys were gonna wipe their asses all over those orange jerseys this week. Yeah. I thought this was an easy W yep. for the Cowboys. And I'm a Broncos fan, so Damn. that was hard that was a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. When I text you today and said go Broncos, <sighs> that was simply a tease knowing that they were gonna get their asses kicked. I just knew it, because at that time it was mm-hmm. zero zero. Mm-hmm. It was the first quarter. Next thing I know, I go over to my mother in law. I'm hanging LED lights for. Her. And I thought for the hell of it, I'm just gonna check the score. It's nineteen to zero. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is going on in Dallas? Yeah. They're getting their ass kicked. That's what happened. Final score, I believe, was thirty to eight. Can't believe that. I <sighs> that's gotta be the upset of the week, right? It's gotta be. It's gotta be because Dallas is Denver just plays them good. They always have. It, it they always have. And it sickens me. I just want one. That's it. I just—I'm a Colorado native, and I've been a Cowboy fan since forever. And I just—I just, I I just want one. Please, can I can I have one? Can I just have one Dallas win over Denver? I don't know. Too much to ask, apparently. Too much to ask. Look at look at the big dogs. But, the big dogs team won today. Josh Allen beat Josh Allen today, man. Did you see that? Did you read about I that? I didn't watch any. So of, so no. Didn't watch any of it. So Josh Allen so of the Buffalo Bills played against a defender mm-hmm. on the Jaguars named Josh Allen, who when Josh Allen threw a pass, Josh Allen intercepted. So it was one of those weird things. But uh that's for impressive. for the big dog, because I know he's a Jaguars fan, Jaguars got the W today. Yeah. That's like uh that's kind of like being your own grandpa, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Being your own grandpa. Yeah. I think, I think Josh exactly Allen throwing a ball Josh Allen. Yeah, it was. It's kind of wild to think that uh, two guys with the same name were killing it on the field. But uh, Josh Allen for the for the Buffalo Bills, that's a hell of a good quarterback. And that Buffalo Bills team might be in the Super Bowl this year. So I guess we'll wait and see. No matter who's winning or losing, there's something about this time of year. It's a little colder. The leaves have turned. Things are dying. And uh, football's on. There's something nostalgic about it. I'll tell I love you it. I I watch. I, oh, uh, 30 to 16 is that final score. I just ran across my screen here to let me know that the uh, pain's still there. <laughs> uh, there's something nostalgic about about the, the fall, man. And I'm not a huge football fan anymore. I still like football, but I'm not huge. And, but I just, there's something with that, that nip in the air. I just love it. I love it. One other thing before we go on to wrestling, because we've got a couple things we're going to talk about tonight. I This may be, I don't think you and I share this love at all, even though we were raised in literally the same town. But you, my friend, are you are you like a bull riding a rodeo fan at all? Oh, I loved going to the uh, to the state fair and watching the rodeo. And and if the PBR sure, was like on, on TV, I'm I'm watching it. If, oh my if, God, that's what I'm going to. That's what I'm going to. Today was the world fin- finals, uh, and like the greatest ride in the PBR history happened. The first ninety eight point seven five was handed out, and to. Uh, to uh, uh uh Jose Lima Which is a Brazilian dude And I don't know if you You follow the sport at all But the Brazilians Have freaking taken over Amazing I mean amazing This bull Was like Close to 3,000 pounds mm. Just Pure cut Oh my god I know I'm losing people Right now Talking about bull riding But I'll tell you I appreciate any kind of sport And when you got a sport Like that Where it's beast versus man whew, I could see you getting out there Doing it Because you've sometimes. been looking lean lately I could see you getting on a bull And handling Thank it Thank you and then I could see myself falling off a of Yeah, I could see you kill. I could see you killing it on the bull, and and going however long you need to go to get the big boy and then hopping off that bowl and then getting yourself some Burger King. Oh my God. I love Burger King. I'm telling you off air. We were talking about it and I'm going to bring it on air. I'm bringing it on. I'm going to transition over because, uh, you know, we we both are, are we'll have our intro says uh, men uh, uh, slightly overweight <clears throat> trying to fix that. But, you know, hey, going to the gym. What's your favorite go-to food after the gym? Is it Burger King? Uh any a burger for sure, and definitely a Burger King burger because yeah. I know we got Hardee's mm-hmm. and Carl's Jr. But a Carl's Jr. love that Whopper. I always used to say Carl's Jr. was the poor man's Whopper when you get the when you get mm. this the the famous star, the famous star. But I'll tell you right now, the famous star is just as expensive as the Whopper. It's just I always used to call it that. Mm-hmm. So my go-to is usually Burger King, but if if I have a Carl's Jr. nearby, I might hit that up or a Hardee's since it's the same damn restaurant. I know we both very much enjoy Burger King. In fact, I vividly remember being in your house move helping you move and sitting there and ordering Burger King I was on my like, app didn't and when they knocked on the door, fucking have Popeye's chicken very, and you're like, Yeah, and you were very surprised. I was like, I'm like, dude, I'm starving. I'm sorry. I'm not complaining, bro. Let's dig in. I'm just saying, did we just have Yeah, I'm like, Pie? yeah, I just, uh, I just ordered a whole mess of burgers. It's a great app. It's a great deal. Uh, here's a burger. And you're like, yeah, let's – because your face was a little re- – you're like, well, hang on, dude. We just – like, are we fat guy in it right now, or what do you do? <laughs> I, I didn't even care. I'm like, I, I don't know how many calories I burnt trying to move your freaking house, but uh, I'm starving, and your 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 nephew loved it. He was like – he looked at me. He seriously – Carter seriously looked at me and was like, hang on, dude, are you ordering Burger King right now on your app? <laughs> You're like, you guys had couch. like a thing. Yeah. A he, I, did, I, I didn't even know he was like spying on my phone, but I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, are you hungry? And he's like, fuck yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> are you seriously doing this? And I'm like, hang on. Is that like a thing? Are you guys like afraid of, is this like excitement thing? And like, no, no, no. I fucking love Burger King. Give me one of them Whoppers. Yeah, baby, you got it. I got it. So uh, he, he, was, he was super, super thankful for that too. And I'll tell you what, at first I saw it and you're like, dude, dig in. And you tossed one at me. And I'm like, "Oh, something yeah. just feels so wrong about it being 10 p.m. and eating Burger King." And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden I open up this this Whopper and I'm looking, I take one bite and I'm like, "Dude, hand me another cuz after I'm done eating this one, I'm going to eat that other one." <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Burger King's definitely my go-to. And I don't even care how how like guilty I feel about eating it after a workout, but it's just it's something that just makes sense. It feels it's like a the reward. World comes You're like, together. "I get I got it." You know what I used to do? I used to drink a beer. So, when I weighed about 300 pounds, and I got down, to, I think at one point my lowest was 185, 180. I got pretty thin there for a while. Damn, that's a that's a fluctuation. My yeah, friend. I got pretty thin. Um, my go-to during that time when I was really like doing really well with my workouts, you know, I uh, I was going, I was drinking beer. I'd have a beer after I'm I'd pop open a Blue Moon, and say I earned this shit. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I do that too. While well, I'm eating my Whopper. <laughs> I don't know how many blue moons Bray Wyatt's popping right now, but I'm sure he's popping a few because uh, he's on the unemployment line. He's been on the unemployment line for a while, but now he is no longer WWE uh, chained. And this is really what I wanted to get into tonight. And We got a couple topics, but man, I wanted to get into Bray Wyatt tonight because I'll tell you, he's definitely coming to AEW. And I I got a hunch, man, I think it's happening uh, as you folks hear it this coming weekend. At uh, full gear, I think it's happening, man. I do. Hey, wait, wait, I think wait. the Wyndham Rotunda is showing up. Hey, are you saying this is our go home show for full gear? Are you saying we're only going, going to talk AEW gear, yes. tonight? Yes. Come on now. In fact, the the fact that the word WWE is already falling out just in reference to Bray Wyatt pisses me off. I mean, pisses come on, man. You WWE. know, you know, your brother listens to our show, and if we don't bring up oh, he's gonna WWE something, he's going to get pissed off. So you need to prepare. Don't him. worry. Prepare him. Don't worry in 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 preparedness for my brother listening to the show he's going to be super pumped that we spent at least 4 minutes talking about cheeseburgers <laughs> the dude loves them the dude loves and I can't blame him I can't blame him he calls me on a weekly basis to talks about two things beers cheeseburgers right got and uh, making sure we talk about the WWE and we don't leave them out of our show fuck the WWE they got rid of Bray Wyatt they released like 18 other names which by the way please fans stop the AEW doesn't need anybody else. They don't need a Keith Lee. They certainly don't fucking need Nia Jax. No. We don't need any of them. We don't need them. They can they can go hone their skills in Japan, go to Impact. Uh, I would say Ring of Honor, but that seems to be uh, sinking ship at the moment. Uh, go do something. Go do something. But stay away from AEW. And AEW is at the point it's right clean. now where they, they don't need them. They don't need them. They, got, they are so hot right now. Let's not get off topic. Let's not get... Bray Wyatt, do you think he's showing up a full gear? Here's what he said on his Twitter account. He said, uh, what do we do now? We wait for the right place. We wait for the right time. Then we return to Rome. Or we return Rome to ashes, groveling in the muck of Everest. I believe in you too. A lot of of, like puzzling things. The first line he Mm. says, what do we do now? So he's obviously pondering what direction he's going in now. And then the next line is, we wait for the right place. We wait for the right time. And I think... Well... What do we do now? So that, that's that got to be a question of, okay, we're moving on from somewhere. We wait for the right mm-hmm. place. The right place right now is AEW. We wait for the right time, mm-hmm. full gear. Then we turn Rome to ashes. Right now, AEW is killing it. If you want to call any wrestling promotion Rome, yeah. that's AEW. And he's saying he's going to go within it and, and burn it to the ground, essentially. Uh, and... Uh, He says I believe in you too I'm not really sure what that last line is indicating It's a very interesting tweet I I found it very very interesting I mean here's the thing I uh I really like Bray Wyatt Formerly known as Bray Wyatt Now Wyndham Rotunda I really like the dude Um But this is where like really artsy people Kind of lose me And it's not just It's not just wrestlers You know what I'm talking about It's anytime you get like let's say like an art, like a, a music artist, right? Like stupid fucking Moby or something gets on TV and wants to talk about their musical interests. They're like, Oh my gosh. I remember when I wrote this, the inspiration for me was, was uh, indubitous at the moment. And I just <laughs> felt like I was connected uh, to all the spirits and the lights in the sky. And, and at that very moment, I remembered when I was born, not like, a memory, but the memory of being born. It was very pivotal. For is, that, is that Bray Wyatt? Like I fuck, I fucking hate that. I really, really hate that. It, I, it, maybe it's because I'm not artistic like that, you know. And I get it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not artistic like that. I'm a very practical person. I'm very realistic. Uh, so the artsy side kind of it kind of loses me a little bit. But when you gotta sit and justify what you, you know what you do? You're making a fucking song, Moby. And it's a shitty one at that. I'm sorry, I saw this whole documentary and Moby pissed me off. But I'm, I'm not going to get. Oh, I thought you were track, like relating really attacking Moby. Wyndham Rotundo with, with Moby. I thought you were pretty much calling. Well, I kind of am because that's what this tweet is doing, right? It's it's this. I'm smarter than you. I'm some you know uh, 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 novice. I I have got this figured out. You don't. So now I'm going to speak to you in parables like I'm some wrestling Jesus. And, uh, and 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 you're just gonna sit and wonder what I'm doing? No, just 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 shut up and show up somewhere. How about that? Just do that. Because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, You know what I'm gonna do, buddy? I'm gonna sit in my living room now. I'm gonna pop when that happens. <laughs> I'm so gonna pop. <laughs> so I'm a little cantankerous tonight, man. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Roman, uh, I guess I like the riddles. I guess I'm just not smart enough to understand everything he's talking about. No. Me. A lot of a lot of the not things that I was stuff. trying to find was just this, show up and work. I mean, what I was trying to find is why can't you just say. I'm going to AEW. That's what I'm doing next. I'm going to burn the mm-hmm. fucker to the yeah. ground. And I believe in my yeah. and I believe in everybody there. Yeah, because there's no way he's going back to WWE. If he was, he wouldn't let that that 90 day non compete die out. Somebody said that, that Rome happen. stood for Roman Reigns. That they think that he's going back to WWE to to take it over, basically. And I'm like, well, why did he change his Twitter name? Um why why did he let his ninety day non compete go? And he is too big of a name to go to impact. He's he, he could go to new Japan. His name is big enough for yeah. New Japan, but if he's not That's, going to Japan, go there. then it's yeah. definitely AEW. Like he's just too big for impact right now. In my opinion. Yeah, I was going to go there. I was going to say, I, I, I would say that either new Japan is his new home or, or AEW. Um, and I think that the smart, I think the smart move is AEW. Um, because they can match him financially, first of all, but, I think it's smart for AEW because I think AEW may need that one more piece. Maybe that's the Bret Hart, right? When he went over to WCW, maybe that may, and they and they actually know what to do with him. Maybe that's the final piece. Is like, okay, we got this last puzzle piece. This is the last WWE stronghold. We're going to take this guy, and uh, and now we're done. Because I'll tell you right now, I mean, AEW is kind of. If we judge everything in ratings, they're pretty much burying WWE right now. Yeah, they're they're now. Neck and neck. I take SmackDown out. I I take SmackDown out of it because the ratings are skewed, right? I mean, and I'm not some AEW mark just saying, oh, well they're they're skewed because AEW is losing on the, No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. It's because you you're comparing cable TV, uh, you know, on TNT to to network television on Fox. I, I currently have you know Fox on right now just because. Um, you get more traction. is what I'm trying to say. I mean, am I, am I making sense here? Am I just babbling? You're right. I'm trying to make sense here. You're right. So you can't really compare the two, but Raw, uh, is tanking, completely tanking, and everybody says, "Oh well, you know, it's because they're." And we even have said it. It's the Disney era now, and and you know, you got to be a child to be able to understand. No, fuck that. I, I, I'm not going to watch it then. I'm I'm going to stop watching. Which, quite frankly. Uh, I'm not trying to hurt my fans' feelings here, but uh, I haven't watched Raw in two weeks. Because I I was sitting watching for three hours, a three-hour Raw, and all I, could wait, all I could think is I can't wait to get to the end of this fucking thing. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to sit in my life and waste three fucking hours watching a show I hate. It's not worth I'm it. I'm not going to do it. It's not worth it. Not for content, not no. for the show. It's not no. worth it. Because what kind of content am I delivering? I mean, I'll I'll leave it to the busted open guys to to sit and watch that and dissect it on a daily basis. I and I'll listen to them and laugh because I know they're having a tough time watching this bullshit. They gotta be. Come on, gotta be. But now you have AEW that could actually look at what look at what Malachi Black, uh, formerly formerly known as Alistair Black, look what he was able to do. Which, by the way, I think he's done the most post. Uh, most with his career post-WWE. Uh, you may not agree with that, but I, I, I think he has. Because anytime you have stepped out of, the, out of Rome, which that's what I think fucking uh, Bray Wyatt's talking about, whenever you st- step out of Rome and then all of a sudden you've got me forgetting that your name was Aleister Black, I, I, the whole time I'm thinking you're Malachi Black, you've done something good here. I think that Bray Wyatt could actually do that. And bring a version of this Fiend character because this is, I feel like when you look back in 2015, 2016, 2017, when it was the Wyatt family, mm-hmm. I feel like all that was leading up to the Fiend character. I think the Fiend is the one he's remembered for and he's got to give some kind of version of that, which you, you were saying that he changed everything. He changed his, his name on Twitter and all this stuff. Well, he also changed his profile picture and it's still very Fiendish. Still very evil clown ish. So I think he comes back to AEW if he if he's you know um, I don't want to say smart because you're going to go where the money's at. But if, if he is really wanting to make a splash and and I think it's AEW and he comes back with some version of the fiend, maybe even scarier. Not not the you disconnect the Firefly Funhouse part of it, which I don't know. Doesn't do he own one, but? The character rights to the fiend, because that was solely his project without anybody else's. Yeah, I know. Th- there, and we talked about that on this uh, on this show when when that was coming out. There was some kind of, I don't know what he owns and what he doesn't own. Um, I just don't know. I don't really know what, what what part of it he owns, but he does own some of it, and I don't know if it's the the actual fiend or if it's the Firefly Funhouse stuff. I I'm pretty sure it's the fiend stuff because I know he recruited. Um, that band I don't know the band's name but the band that made the song and he did all that Well and, artwork, and so. I think he owned some of the Firefly Funhouse stuff because if you noticed <laughs> when his 90 day was coming up guess who no longer mm-hmm. could use that as part of her character anymore which was Alexa Bliss which she's taking time out from TV right now so they put her on ice mm-hmm. obviously to to let the the old character kind of burn off so that when she returns mm-hmm. it's it's something yeah. of what she was previously before she was that Weird ass, whatever the fuck she was, character or Lily or whatever the hell with her doll and bullshit. Well, well, that's a good. That's a good point. What do you think she's gonna come back as? Because I personally thought that uh, the creepy Firefly Funhouse character was was probably her best. I think she'll probably come back in a mix, or maybe she'll just come back as the old Alexa Bliss of of you know like twenty sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, that type of. Mm-hmm. Look at that not my now my. Mm-hmm. Echo's going off because I said the name Alexa. Alexa, stop. <laughs> Alexa, you need to stop. Alexa. You need to stop. Alexa, you need to stop. See? That's how you got to talk to those echoes, man. You got to yell at them, basically. Let them know who's in charge. But you know what? In a, in a kind, gentle way, of course. Of course. Because that's still a female. Still a female. And you've got to... Re- so it's the bliss of old is what I think. But I don't know. I could be wrong, man. I, You know, WWE, it's really hard to predict anymore because... Here, here, you know, I, w- I know we said we were going to do this, but I, w- I just want to talk a little Roman Reigns. Uh, my wife and I were having okay. this discussion at the dinner table, actually. I know it sounds odd. We talk wrestling, but, hey, we got we got a podcast I need somebody to kind of spitball with sometimes. And No, it's not at all. I do it all the time. M- my wife doesn't like WWE anymore simply because Roman Reigns has been the champion as long as he has. And I asked her, well, why is that? What's mm, wrong? She's, interesting. Like, she's like, they're trying to push him to be the greatest champion of all time, and that's John Cena. That's that's my wife, right? Oh lord. That's my oh, wife. Oh god, yep, yep. So that that's why she doesn't like that Roman's gone champion crazy because he's beaten everybody and there's nobody left for Roman to beat. And uh and and and, and she's just really like upset about this cuz John Cena is like her absolute favorite of all time. Period. I can't help but to think like as soon as you said gone champion uh, that song from Alan Jackson in the '90s popped in my head: "Of Gone Country, I've Gone Champion, uh, <laughs> I've Gone Champion. Look at that belt, I've Gone Champion." <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I digress. He's gone. Uh, no champion. Well, I gotta. I guess the question I would have for your wife would be. I mean, she's an AEW fan, right? She is, and you know what? I'm kind of sick of Roman's run too. By the way, I think I've finally hit that well, that end of the road. Kenny, Kenny's had the belt just as long. Are we tired of Kenny? And they're both heels. Not the same kind of heels, but they're both. Yeah, heels I think I'm they done both with Have Kenny their B. respective titles. I think I'm been done for a little bit. I'm ready for Hangman. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm for ready hangman. for anybody, really. Yeah. But I, I was I was thinking like. A true heel is the guy that's that's gonna lose that and try to chase that belt later, right? So the, it's it's a guy that's gonna hold it for maybe six seven months, lose it. Isn't Roman going like on a two year? Isn't Kenny only on a one year? No, I don't think Roman's had it for two years. Summers, I don't know. Was it SummerSlam that he got it? I guess I'd, I'd have to I'd have to be fact checked on that. But no, I don't think he has. Uh, He's about a year and a half, I think. I don't think. I think that's about yeah. his his. It's a long ass. It's on a long run for sure. It's a long. Yeah, he's ass on a time. long run. I I don't know who I, I don't know. Oh, he don't was care. wrestling Kevin I'm Owens talking WWE. for the title December last year. That's next month for us. So he's definitely had it longer mm-hmm. than a year for sure. No, you're right. You're right. It, it's been a while. Kenny has had it for a while. Um, so now we have AEW full gear around the corner. We have made speculations that Bray Wyatt or Wyndham Rotunda is going to show up. I personally think it's going to happen. But I'll tell you, after Rampage, probably the biggest thing I am excited for is Eddie Kingston and CM Punk. And it was so fast. So my wife is totally making fun of me during this because I'm sitting here watching this. This is one of those promos, one of those face-to-faces where I literally crept to the edge of my seat. While watching it. And I'm just I'm I'm a cat have you have you ever been like if you like watch TV at night and you got the lights off and your eyes get kind of mesmerized to the TV and then all of a sudden it's like you dial your eyes dilate and it feels like the TV's right in front of you? No shit, yeah. That like instantly that like instantly happened to me when I was watching this promo and I'm like, oh my god, I'm in the front row, I'm sucked in completely. And I <laughs> I look right at my wife, and I'm like, oh my god, this is great. This is so great. And she's just looking at me like, oh god, what is he doing? And I just look at her. I'm like, "Oh man, doesn't this sound? This is so real." And she just <laughs> she just loses it, like making fun of me. She totally starts making fun of me. Like she's like, "Oh yeah, no, it's so like real, yeah." <laughs> she just Starts making fun of me so bad. And I thought I, it was real. Of course, I laugh at my. I thought it was. I laugh at myself because like I know it's not, but that's how good these guys are doing. Like when Eddie Kingston is is lashing CM Punk about shit that happened in the past. Like, I fuck I fuck I didn't know about any of that. Um I'm like man, I think he legit hates this dude. But uh, okay, after the promo, great promo, great promo. They got me so excited for this. They could have they could have laid in a little more shots when they had their skirmish at the end. They could have made that a little tighter. It, it seemed a little too pro wrestling to me. Um, after a great promo like that, you you kind of have to lay some shots in. So I wish they would have done that. However, that's my that's my only critique. Um, when they were when they're getting after it and they're they're arguing with each other, CM Punk looked looked legitimately pissed. Like, you fucker, I told you not to bring that up. Like that's how he made me feel. Like he was reacting to his, to Eddie Kingston for sure. And then I got to thinking of I got to think about Eddie Kingston. And I'm like, man, this guy's kind of a genius. He's kind of a wrestling genius here because he just made us all forget. That he just got his ass kicked. When was the last time we saw Eddie Kingston win in a singles match? It's been a while. He's won with John Moxley. He's won with John Moxley. Still, it's been a while for that, but it has been a while since, and I don't know, I don't know the stats. I didn't look it up, but it's been a while since we saw him win individually, but he with his promo and his mic work, you don't ever think about that ever. I just totally forgot that he got his, he got his ass kicked by, by D- Brian, Brian Danielson he's got a big push going though. Brian Brian Danielson's getting a huge push. But listen, that promo felt so real to me. I was like, do these two fucking guys really hate? You know what ruined it for me? Uh not not ruined. It. The promo was fire all the way through. What 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 snapped me out of realizing this is a this is a work what finally got me to yeah, remember this is fucking professional wrestling is when mm-hmm. um CM Punk asked the crowd if it was okay for him to wrestle Eddie Kingston I'm like, okay. Yeah. All right, that yeah. snapped me back to reality. That that promo was so fucking good that when he did that, I was like, okay, all right, this is professional wrestling, buddy. Okay, whew, all right, we're good. But but then when Eddie was like, yeah, wait one second, yeah. I don't care about wins and losses. He says. He says yeah. all I care about is beat you up, and then after I'm done beating you up, I want you to take <laughs> another seven years off. And got headbutt, man. That was so good. Yeah. No, it was good. It was so good. But you're right. Like CM Punk should have, he should have stayed in the moment instead of pandering to the fucking crowd. But this is what you get with babyface CM Punk. Uh, he should have, he should have said, "Oh, you want me in full gear? You fucking got it." And then he should have, he should have gotten his face. And then this, I think the skirmish should have kicked off right there because after that moment, it felt a little lackluster. Right, right. It felt like oh, okay, maybe they should have tied this thing up already. Maybe it went a little long winded, but. Well, kind of like I am tonight, but I, I, I just thought it was a great promo. I, I am so excited for that match. And I feel like Eddie Kingston's going to lose, but a large part of me feels like you need Eddie Kingston to go over in that match. He Absolutely, Be- he does. He can't keep taking these L's, man. He can't. And you know, the and other thing, the seeing, crowd was more behind Eddie. One. Were they not? I agree. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you. I, I agree. I, you got your thought. Take no, your you're thought. You're fine. You're fine. I, I, I totally agree with you, but I think I think CM Punk can afford the loss. Oh, absolutely! Because CM Punk is not in line for a championship match. He's not in line for a title run. Because l- let's 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 do the math. I firmly believe um, that Hangman Page is going to come out as the victor in full gear. I think our new AEW champion, and for the first time, uh, we will have a babyface AEW champion. Is going to be Adam Hangman Page. True and baby. If that's phase, the case, yes. then we got to. Yes. We got to have some heels lined up behind them, which makes me believe Miro is going to win the tournament against Brian Danielson. And now there's your heel to line up with Adam Hangman page. I think MJF will, um, cap this whole thing off because how does it not? You get your two homegrown AEW guys and let's say in six months, eight months, um, maybe even double or nothing. They, or maybe next year's all out. They finally meet together. Um, so CM Punk being a babyface, he's going to have to have a heel turn to be able to run after that title. Which I wouldn't just, I wouldn't be have a problem with that. But I think he's too soon. I think he's enjoying this way too much. I say all that to say that I want to see Eddie Kingston go over in this match. I want to see a good, hard-fought match. But I want to see Eddie bloody up CM Punk and come out as the victor. I want, to, I want him swapping swapping blood at the end of this thing. I think that's what um, I want to see. I think. We still have one more week, right? And I know I made that mistake. I thought that that was this Saturday, and I made a mistake. I'm good with this. You were all bummed. Yeah, Yeah, I was pretty bummed out. I really thought that the AEW pay-per-view was this weekend. I thought we were getting full gear, but we got one more week. That means one more Dynamite, one more Rampage. What's to say? Yeah. And this this is how this works, Leland. So if you think about it, in order for nothing to be tarnished for CM Punk, but to get Eddie over in the match... Eddie's going to have to do like Moxley did when Moxley was debuting and make it an unsanctioned Mm -hmm. match. You unsanction that motherfucker. You go a little hardcore. Make make CM Punk go back to the hardcore kind of wrestling and uh, let Eddie just beat the ever-living piss out. Eddie already said he doesn't care about wins and losses, right? He already said he wants to just beat him up. What's the best way to get Eddie over? Unsanction the match. Wins and losses do not matter. It is not even a. It's not even. It's not even going to go in the record books. Nobody. CM Punk won't even take the L, but our eyeballs will see him taking the L. So mm-hmm. that's what Eddie needs to get over, and that's how you keep CM Punk's record perfect. Well, just like the the AEW title belt at uh, at full gear, whether it's heel or whether it's babyface, you do you. production.